Hello, I'm Denise Favaldo. And I'm Diane Worthington, and welcome to Women Beyond a Certain Age. Today we are talking about gifts. It's the holidays, everybody's stressed out, what are they going to get this one, what are they going to get that one? And Denise and I have kind of compiled some great ideas for all of you to take some of the stress out of your daily craziness. Um, The first thing is that we both love giving and getting gifts from your kitchen, meaning that you cooked them or made them in some way or another. I have been doing this since I was out of college. I remember the first ones I ever made were almond croissants. I put marzipan in some dough that I got and thought it was so fabulous. How ambitious. I know. I mean, I was like 21 or something, and I thought it was... When I look at those things now, they were like paperweights. I'm sure they were. T- <laughs> I'm sure they were utterly delicious. <laughs> I thought they were. I have made I, yeah. croissants once in my life, Diane. No, no, no. I didn't use croissant. Oh, I didn't. Okay. I used some something else. Oh, some. Oh, you okay. get the picture. Oh, okay, paperweight. Yeah. So they were paperweights. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. But the marzipan tastes good. <laughs> exactly. But the point is, people like that. Tried. I did it. Absolutely. I did it. Absolutely. And. Just for years and years, I've done it. And for me, I do my kind of legendary chicken liver mousse pate. People wait for it all year. This year, they're not getting it. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Instead, I made holiday cookie bars. Nice. But, you know, I've done spice nuts and my seriously simple seasoning salt. And I'm certain, Denise, that you have done many many a thing in your day with giving something from your kitchen. Well... In my first marriage, because we had no money, yeah, I made Kahlua, and I saved, I drank, I believe it was called a white, by Petri Vineyards, if anyone knows that right now, they're going to... Zinfandel? No. I drank the white Chablis. Oh, Chablis. It was two ninety nine a gallon. <laughs> okay, I was on a budget. But you could save the jugs, Oh, and then I... Kahlua, you know, is just coffee and vodka and a vanilla bean, and you let it distill yeah. in your closet in the dark. <laughs> now, 30 days later, you had Kahlua. Wow. But I have to tell you something. It was pretty damn delicious. And that was the very first year. I was probably 21. And I bought really cute little bottles at Cost Plus in those days. Right, Cost Plus. Put a bow on them and gave people a bottle of handmade Kahlua. Now, fast forward. So <laughs> I'd forgotten it. But people loved it. I did it several years because you could make... I mean, I think I could make 50 gifts for like $10 or something. Oh, that you was smart. I, mean? I just didn't have any money. Now, I'm going to tell you one more thing because now you're going to be so jealous, Diane. I also <laughs> took that year bagels, miniature bagels that you bought right in the grocery store. Oh, and God. I, you mean like in a cellophane bag? Yeah, shut up, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> and I shellacked them... <laughs> And put a bow on them, and they were Christmas ornaments. Christmas ornaments. Yes. Shellacked bagels. Okay. You got the wrong holiday. Okay. It was a you mix. The okay. Wrong it was situation. a mixed message. It was a mixed Definitely. message. But anyway, people love those too. Then, of course, the only problem is you put those away in a box, and then the rats always come and na na na. But anyway, I used to do a lot more homemade gifts. But what came back to me a few years ago was Cindy gave me a bottle of her homemade limoncello 
that she had taken lemons off my tree because the tree's been there for 30 years, way too many lemons, made me limoncello, brought it to me. It reminded me of my Kahlua. But it was so delicious, and limoncello is not inexpensive, you know, when you've got it. So I keep it in my refrigerator. She gives me a nice size bottle, and I keep it. And, you know, I like a little limoncello in – I use it in many things, actually. I use it when I'm baking, if I'm making it like just a – a, Anything vanilla, with lemon a butter it. cake. Yeah. Oh. And then I use it for um, sometimes as a syrup to punch holes in something that oh, that's is a cool. syrup. Yeah. But I also like a little bit of it in the bottom of my champagne glass. Oh, that's a good tip. So if I said to Cindy, a cute bottle of limoncello with a bow on it, and then if you bought someone a lovely bottle of Vive Clique, something like that, you're, uh, Too clean, fancy. You're di- you don't have to do okay, that. Okay. Well, no, no, no. No, Diane's giving Prosecco. me that look. Be- okay. Prosecco. Diane's right. I was, uh, you know what? <laughs> I had moved along and I was, <laughs> I was being a princess. Yeah. You're right. It would be beautiful with a bottle of Prosecco from $10 or $11 right. and a gift bag from Costco. Yeah. No, really. And they you're have right. a great uh, uh, Prosecco. I think it's Marco. Yeah. Marco or something. Yeah. You and I have talked yeah. about that. It's yeah. Yeah. Good, no, so. it's very, it's very, it's, you're it's right. a good one. But so that's a present. That's fun. And are we going to have some of these recipes on our site? We certainly can. Yeah, put I think recipes we will. Up. Now, yeah. the from the home kitchen. Here was the other one, and this is something that Cindy and I, and it was cute. We we actually did a segment for this on ABC a couple of years ago, and it was we got so many hits and so many questions. When you're buying for movie stars or famous people or people that have Everything. multiple homes, do you yeah. know what I mean? And you're yeah. driving around in a Rolls Royce. It's kind of hard, but those were our clients. So it was hard to find, you know, I, I, I would just say to Cindy, oh, God, they're impossible to buy for. One year, Cindy and I made chocolate fudge. We made it directly off the marshmallow fluff bottle, the real classic fudge recipe then we put it in a cute little pan that we gave them a little fancy knife just mm-hmm. like in the olden days of candy shops when people would cut right. their own piece we put them in a darling box that we bought at the cake decorating shop cindy we found some in bright red they were so charming kind of a red lacquer cute little box stuck the one pound of fudge in there with the fancy knife trust me it was fabulous but she glued some jewels on it little jewels that you wear in a costume right people i'm not kidding you people that are some of the richest people in hollywood said this is the best gift i've ever gotten i mean it was very enchanting how much something from the kitchen can impress someone and they were thrilled and i don't think these are people that buy candy for themselves very often certainly are not eating fudge very often (laughs) well i know this if someone comes to my house and i tell them this I'd love a gorgeous bottle of red wine. And I don't mean like Screaming Eagle or something yeah, that costs right. thousands of dollars. If someone buys me a bottle of a 20 or $25 bottle of red wine that I can serve with prime rib at the holidays and I didn't have to buy it, that's a gift. I agree with you. For me, I want simplicity. I'd and also- we have... So much. We have so we, much stuff, Diane. Yeah, I know. It's it's. And also, I like to know that someone know one that someone knows me and knows that I'd really enjoy that because right. that's really you know that's I don't need much, no. not at this stage of the game. But a lovely glass of red wine with prime rib with my husband on Christmas Day. Come on, that's a pretty cool gift. It's a pretty cool gift. Well, lastly, I think everybody's got a great cookie recipe. I have a couple that. Um, we're going to put up one is my 
uh, dried fruit and chocolate bar cookies. Yeah, They're really perfect for the holidays. And then Cynthia Grobart in her latest book, well, she calls them Peach Melba Shortbread Bars. And they are so yummy. Her book, Sunday oh, Supper's yes. Simple okay. Delicious yes. Menus okay. for Family Gatherings. A great, that's a good book oh. as a gift to give. But her uh, shortbread is a good idea, too. So there's lots of good ideas out there. We'll have some for you that you'll be able to look at and see if that rings your bell. Or if you're in the mood to shop as opposed to cook, We've got lots of great ideas. Yes. We have gifts that are both books and then, of course, gift gifts and food gifts as well. So in the gift gift department, I think the gift to give this year is the half sheet pan and grid set. So that's like a little grid rack on top of the sheet pan. And if you haven't noticed... It's everywhere. Sheet pan dinners, desserts. In fact, there's a book that I'm going to recommend that's about sheet pan pies, slab pies. It's an inexpensive gift. Everybody is doing this now. They're making their dinners quickly, and it's great fun. And Sur La Table has one. It's called the Sur La Table Classic Half Sheet and Grid Set, and I think it's like $25 or something. Oh, that's a great gift. And if you really want to make it even more, there's a number of books that are about sheet pan Dinners or Pie Squared, which is the dessert book. So that's one idea that I have. There's pie has made the biggest comeback, isn't it? Hasn't it? It's, I think it started. I think it started with Kate McDermott's Art of the Pie. But yeah. everyone now, I've seen all uh, Kathy Barrow's slab pies, which is lovely. I mean, there's a lot of but I know. pie, pie, pie. Now, but it's also with this half sheet. Pan. That's right. But I'll that's tell you what deal. else. Yeah. I want someone to give me a pie. Yeah, me too. Hello. Hello. There. <laughs> You're hearing it. We're looking for pie. I'm looking for pie. Okay, so a couple other ideas, Denise, would be for you. This would be a great gift for you, although you probably have 12 sets of them already. <laughs> a steak knife set. Oh, that's... In restaurants, they would have the stainless or aluminum dishes with wood around them, oh, and then yes. you put your steak on them, and they sizzled. Yeah, and then you'd have the... your steak knife. Yeah. I mean, we ate a way too much meat. But... <laughs> For those of you who know people that love a great steak, a, the Wustoff has a very good deal on them now. I think they're like $50, $60. You can find it on either Sur La Table or Amazon. I um, think that's... I'll tell you, steak knives, we have a great set of steak knives. And I can't remember the brand right now, yeah. but someone gave them it's a great gift. to me. And it was a wonderful gift. And my husband is the type of person, like you, Diane, if he doesn't have a steak knife, he's not eating steak. Yeah, you know how do you mean? do it? He needs a steak knife. But you have to have a steak knife. Right. And I will say this. This was a big discussion the other day on Facebook. You know where I get all my outside information from. <laughs> yes. But here's the thing. For a cook, people got into this big discussion about don't have, don't buy a knife block because you get too many knives and they're not good knives and that you should get a magnetic hanger for people that really cook. That's another gift. Oh, brother. But the, the, but I'll tell you this, I'm a firm believer and I've had every kind of knife they make because people sent them to us on TV shows. I've had a shun. I've had, Cindy's had shuns. You know what? Overall, the best knives for me, for me, have been Wusthof Tridents. You got it. And I bought... That's my Trident True, the Wusthof Tridents. You have to get the heavier ones. That's right. The the higher end ones. But but you know, the chef knife, 
a bread knife and a paring knife, and you're pretty good to go. Exactly. If you fillet, then your fillet knife. But how often are any of us filleting fish anymore? I mean, I get it all done at the store. <laughs> because, not very often. Not very often. No. no. But I think that a decent, one good chef knife could also oh be God, a great an gift. incredible gift to people that you know that really love to cook that may not have spent. And now this is the time when they have the sales and all of the stores for this right before Christmas. They're having sales. I, and I would recommend the Woolstuffs. Me too. Because they have never failed me. Never failed me. And you know what? The trick to having good knives, whether they're Global, Shuns, Woolstuff, Trident, you need to get them professionally sharpened once right. a year right. or twice a year if you won't do it yourself on a whetstone. Right. I go to the, my farmer's market has the they little have a man. Great, yeah. And he sharpens them for a couple of bucks and then they're good to go for the whole year. That is so, a great tip, Denise. All right. So let me give you a couple of other ideas because we have other, yes. other ideas on top of other ideas. <laughs> so always, uh, if you're a pasta lover, a pasta pot, I think is really worth doing because it can double as a steamer and it has that second insert in it which is a, a strainer in and of itself so you can use it in a lot of different ways and all clad makes a good one and right now they're on sale for like 99 dollars. one of my favorite gifts to give is the lifu wine opener oh. it's it's really a conversation starter as well as a great way to open wine the electric opener removes the bottle cork with the gentle push of a button it's like electronic and you just push the button and it comes up and then it has a transparent corkscrew shell that makes the cork removal process really easy and visible. It's kind of fun. It's like, a, as I said, a conversation. So it's called, and we'll put it up for you, the LIFU wine opener. It's like no other wine opener. Lastly, yes. in the giving of gifts and foods, I would say if you're really in a crunch now, you either run over to <laughs> Sur La Table or Williams-Sonoma, or get on their website between all of their candies and their tins of cocoa. I mean, one of the gifts I love to give when there's a family involved is peppermint cocoa mm. with a box of homemade marshmallows. Not homemade, but like they're homemade. Yes. And then it all else fails. I love Trader Joe's yep. because they will have everything that you need last minute. I mean, I have gone in there for last minute stuff from peppermint bark to hand cream. Yeah. So that's a really good thing to know. I'll tell you, Trader yeah. Joe's candies, and I hate to admit this, but I will, and Cindy knows. Cindy and I have made the peppermint bark for clients. We've made truffles. The truffle recipes are in several of our books, but we can put give you a... Truffles, people don't realize how easy it is to make truffles. Yeah. And delicious and inexpensive when you're making them yourself and getting the chocolate and getting at Trader the, Joe's which exactly. one do you like to use Ooh, is it like this I think it's the big pound one we yes that's dark but here's the other thing sometimes this is the big now remember I'm a chef and a food stylist so if you don't think that I'm going to try to fool people you're totally wrong <laughs> Come on, let's get real. <laughs> we buy that pretty little box. We would make some handmade candy. And then what Diane's talking about, Trader Joe's has a couple of chocolate-covered marshmallows and stuff. They're delicious. And, and we would buy a few, yeah. stick a few in there for a How variety. clever. Well, because we were desperate women, <laughs> desperate, push to the push to the wall stylists that had to get these gifts done and we'd run out of time. Oh, that's, but a, you know, that's a good, but that's such but a great works. idea. I mean, it's like it's still no one cares. I won't want to mention some. My homemade, but it's not oh, what it is. Ah, ah. 
Oh, she she loves to get me with that one, doesn't she? She just loves to <laughs> get me with that one. For those of you in the know, one <laughs> no. day Denise will spill it for you. But that's, uh, honey, I go to Trader Joe's because that yeah. I just bought them. I hid them in my house. I bought three or four of their great. They have some really nice Belgian chocolates at Christmas. Yeah. And those are my husband's stocking stuffers. Yeah. No, so, and that's another thing for stocking stuffers. You want to do stuff. Uh, by the way, you know what is a great one is the micro... What is oh, the name? Yes, Microplane. Yes, yes. Hello. No. Microplane. And they have them now in every color from turquoise to red to orange to ocean green, blue. It's So that's a fun thing for a cook to put in your stocking stuff. I think that's a microplane. When those came out and literally right out of woodworking shops, and now that they're everywhere, I agree, Diane, because we. Uh, that's such a great gift. And it's like it's a great gift. And you know what? Anyone that cooks would love that. You know, I do, as an aside, I have to tell you, three years ago, my Facebook pop-up came up and reminded me that three years ago today, I was in Cuba. And when we went to Cuba, I brought every night, I think we were there 14 nights, I bought 14 microplane zesters and gave one every night to the chef that uh, we were having dinner at their restaurant. They make their own because there was nothing like buying something like that so they had to make their own they were like they couldn't believe this gift it was so fabulous check out that microplane zester grater but how honey and this is and i will say that cindy found this and this is the last one because we could go all day with this yes yeah, I, I don't know yeah. if you've seen them diane cindy what? found what they call a saucing spoon okay but not like the old french ones that you knew that was yeah napping you twit drizzle drizzle spoons okay it looks like a long iced tea spoon, but with the little um, kind of petal-shaped spoon head. Right. It's got a what do you what do I call it? Spout. It's got a spout. <laughs> it's a village. Well, I'm going to tell you. This is why we call it women beyond a certain age because some of the words just don't come up anymore. But it's a drizzle spoon. But I call it a saucing spoon. And Diane, I'm going to tell you something. I, when you said that. I bought a couple. They're wonderful for styling. So if oh, that's a great oh, a idea. Cook, you put that chicken and rice on your thing and use that spoon around the thing. You're looking like a restaurant. Now you're getting some tips, kids. I brought a couple of them on the last time I was in Holland, America. And the sweet boys in the fancy restaurant kitchen, the Pinnacle Grill on Holland, America, I gave them each one of those spoons because Cindy had bought me a couple. They were like... I, it's funny to see someone who's traveling all around the world, that's yeah. been all around the world, yeah. that works in a fancy, fancy, expensive restaurant, be that excited about a drizzle spoon. No, but it's tr- that's wonderful. <laughs> we will definitely uh, give you a link for that because that's a that's a great and last you know, minute this gift. Is, this is like with honey. It just came out of kitchens to be for the consumer at home, and the home cook can enjoy it. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh my God! I can't wait. I want that. All right, but now I want to get to books very right. quickly because I know people are getting sick of us. Okay. <laughs> but I must get 200 cookbooks that land on my, well, yes, at least, do. on my desk every year. And it's like, oh, my goodness. When I wrote my first cookbook, there just weren't that many books out like this. <laughs> now, every day, I think I have 14 Instapot cookbooks, which I'm going to do a whole uh, article on for my Chicago Tribune. 
syndicated column, but that's just on one little thing. So there are so many books out there. How do you find the good ones? Well, I really try all year to put aside those that I think that are special. So for everyday cooks, I really have to tell you that America's Test Kitchen has the New Essentials Cookbook, A Modern Guide to Better Cooking. And it's a general book, but it has renditions like butter-basted ribeye steak, Chinese chicken salad. The photographs are incredible, and there's a sidebar titled Think Like a Cook, offering more images plus tips and techniques. That's I give fabulous. this for somebody yeah. who's really isn't a great cook yet but is really interested. And then, of course, my old buddy Dory Greenspan has just written her latest book, Everyday Dory, The Way I Cook. And it's just fun. I have watched her when I knew her when she hadn't written any books, and she has really become one of our best American cookbook writers. You know, she does little touches of things like adding walnuts to her cheese puffs and various things like that. Those are the two sort of general books. Now, when we get to international, Israeli soul. Now, this is Michael Solomonoff and Stephen Cook, who also wrote uh, Zahav. I just tell you, if this is what you're interested in, go for this book, Israeli Soul. The photographs, you feel like you just went on a trip to Israel. The photographs, you're like inside the pages. And the food is just authentic, but it is so delicious, and you can count on the recipes. For those of you, by the way, who have any grandchildren or youngsters that you want to give the darling, the complete cookbook for young chefs. Again, America's Test Kitchen has really come out. Yeah, they have. That is a great book, step by step. And I know, you know, we talked about Pie Squared for Bakers and Rose Berenbaum's latest book, Rose's Baking Basics. Oh, that's incredible. And now, Denise, I think you have something to say about buying cookbooks for gifts. All right. I, again, a riveting discussion on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. These will be televised soon, I'm sure. Um, I know this. Because I've been moving, I've had to minimize my cookbook library. Now, I've been able to donate them to a library that has a sale every year. I donate some to the Southern California Historical Group, so they sell them at their cookbook things. So when I've been moving, merging and moving down, I kept saying the books that I've kept are not new cookbooks. Most of them are older cookbooks. And and I went online They're still available, but I need to tell you, one of the books that was just re-released, this is an old cookbook that is incredible, is the cookbook by Vincent Price, A Treasury. That book holds a special place in my library, and let's talk about it for a second, because I think it's it's It's, really special. First of all, there was two things here. His wife was an art director, so the book was beautifully, there was, there's sketches and fun laid out. It's a treasury. It looked like a treasury book when you open it. And then Vincent Price, in fact, was a fabulous cook, not just a celebrity. These were his recipes. And so the book is, I searched when last time I went to make popovers and ever, there were book, there recipes everywhere. None of them were detailed. None of them seemed very great and one of them had not told me to heat up the pan okay and that was off a huge website that everybody goes to i went to vincent price and he said get that popover pan so hot 
that you can't take it out of the oven. So then the popovers turned out beautifully. So I'm convinced that you, if, and maybe it's someone who's just learning to cook, that there are Vincent Price's book. There are books by Jacques Pepin. La Techniques. La Techniques, that if you, if someone wants to cook more, but they don't know how to break down a chicken, you literally, he can teach you with the pictures. Yeah, those are classics, classics. Recently, people were asking about joy of cooking to give to people well anything but the one that was redone in the early 90s you want to avoid that version it it didn't go well but i have to say (laughs) i have a joy of cooking from one of the the blue cover from the 40s i have i have five or six joys of cooking but when i learned to cook in 1970 i had gotten that version with the white cover and it still works if you just need to know how to cook a baked potato if you're a new cook you want the joy of cooking yeah um absolutely i mean that's the classic the classics so i think and then for again there is claudia rodin and i'm here at diane's and I recently, she did a re-release of her Middle Eastern food. Yes. Now, talk about, most people aren't going to know who she is, but this was a woman, even before Paula Wolford, who said, hey, there's a whole other part of the world out here that's got incredible food. Right. So, just, just to say that, I also think James Beard... Beard on food. Now, Diane has an enormous library of James Beard. I only have the Beard on food. James Beard, for some reason... It never connected with me. Do you know what I mean? I, you know, I, I totally t- understand that. The reason that it connected I, I for me him. is I got to spend a week with him. There you go. And I also, years before, I, a week with him and we cut at, down an entire lamb and then we cooked different parts of it every day up in San Francisco. Gotcha. And that was really an extraordinary week. But we, uh, a couple of years before that, a colleague of mine went and met with him and, and in at the James Beard House, which by the way, I'm going to in a few weeks as a committee member for the James Beard Awards, and we spent the evening with him in his kitchen. So Extraordinary. Yeah, so that's why I have a yes. lot of his books, and I got a I, sense of him. I, of course, now, because I have been a judge on one of Diane's committees for the James Beard Awards, I have a much better sense of him. But I will say this. Beard on Food is one of the best books you're ever going to own. Yeah. And I would say my last choice would be and there, it's hard to get, but Anne Willen wrote a book years ago called Lover and Pratique. Now, does anyone really need to know French cooking skills anymore in the world we live in? I think if you're really interested in food, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you go to a cooking school in this day and age, oh everything is built still on the skills of knowing how to make a good sauce, make a good stock, which you need the you stock need to, to make know the, the sauce. basics you need to know if the you're going to do this. You really do. And I, I couldn't agree more with Denise when she says this. When I see these cooks who are, you know, think that they are chefs, that think they know everything, and they're 25 years old, and they think that they know everything, it's impossible. You have to have the basic understanding of classical cooking absolutely in order to branch out i don't care whether you're going to thailand italy morocco you just need to understand the basics so i think that was really important i think so too and then with saying that cooks illustrated 
has come out with celebrates 25 years of revolutionary recipes. Now this book, I think it's an amazing, it's book. an amazing book yeah. and there's 180 recipes and it goes from pad thai to quinoa. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So it's the, but you guys ingredients change and come and go and stuff, but technique is technique. Yeah. And so I was recently cooking something. I can't remember where I was, but someone was watching me. They said, how did you know how to do that? I said, uh, how could I not know how to do that? Right. So I think that, I just think that there's new, beautiful cookbooks out there. I also think there are some classic cookbooks that you might want to look into to buy for someone or yourself Yeah. or someone who loves to work in the kitchen. Right. Well, hopefully this has helped you enormously in your last minute struggles with what to get for whom. Well, also you can buy them off Amazon. Well, that's the whole the thing. The books. I mean, this is just, I would love to support small bookstores all over the world. Well, that's What's a left. given. Okay. And I do. Unfortunately, the wonderful small bookstore that was near me closed in West LA. And I used to, I supported Ellen until the end. I used to drive in the traffic and not find a place to park I for know. three hours to buy a book. But um, you can look at some of the, what's good is some of uh, many of the smaller bookstores are now going online. Right. So you can order from them. But I, the reason I like to give books is gifts is that I think people may not get to it for a while, but they'll, if it's next to the side of their bed, at some point they're going to enjoy it. I know I love to get books for Christmas. And it's memorable. And Who it's gave memorable. you that book? Who gave you that book? Well, I think that's it. For right. today, I think that this was very fun to sort of discover all these possibilities. And until next time, which will be sooner than you think, <laughs> I'm Diane Worthington. And I'm Denise Favaldo. And please, now I'm begging, Cindy's begging you. Now, Cindy, please put that gun down. I don't think that's appropriate. Please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Now, we're not looking for a four-star. We're looking for five stars. I think you understand this. And send us your stories to Women Beyond. Um, I, we have a Facebook page. You can reach us at womenbeyond at icloud.com. You know, sometimes my technical skills just... They, they embarrass everyone. <laughs> but write us if you can. I hope you all enjoy your holidays. And thanks, Miss Diane, for having us here today. As always, a pleasure.